I got in touch with um, the forensic pathology department at the Medico Legal Centre um, and asked them if they had any opportunities for work experience or any projects that I could do with them. So I'd linked up with Martin Everson and had been doing some research work with him in various departments and there'd been some discussion about doing some archaeological facial reconstructions when this forensic opportunity came up. After Martin had asked me if I would be interested in doing it, which obviously I was really excited about doing it, he put me in touch with the maxillofacial surgery department at the Northern General Hospital. One of the things I had to do was cast the skull and they had the, the materials that I needed there and the space and facilities for me to be able to do that. Martin also provided me with the research data showing the different tissue depths of individuals, for example, whether someone's emaciated or what would be classed as normal or obese. And we'd also assess the skull to see if we could determine its ethnic background and gender. When the forensic odontologist that was involved assessed the teeth, it was noticed that the teeth were really worn down and there was a discussion around whether or not the individual had, for example, been chewing a drug called cats, because that's known to wear teeth in this characteristic way. So this threw up questions about the ethnic background of the individual. We'd assess the skull as being Caucasoid in origin, but that can range from anyone who's a white European through to the Middle East, for example. So linking in with our odontology information, we decided that we should produce two different facial reconstructions, one with more of a white European appearance and one more Middle Eastern. Um, and that would vary, for example, the shape of the nose and the shape of the lips. When I went to the maxillofacial department to carry out the casting, um, it was a very simple process but quite time consuming. I had to use wax to block off any orifices, so the eye orbits. I had to put the teeth back in place using wax. Um, along the, the cheekbones, the zygomatic arches, had to fill in those areas with wax. And then the skull was covered in a, a foil to protect it, because obviously this was human remains and we didn't want to damage it. So the skull was covered in foil and then I carried out a casting process. And because we needed to do the two facial reconstructions, I made two casts. When it came to actually reconstructing the skulls and the faces, I brought in um, a former friend and undergraduate colleague from Sheffield who studied anatomy with me and she also had an artistic background which was great for me because I had no artistic background whatsoever and together I would say that we took from the moment of taking the skulls to cast to the finished product about two to three weeks. The process itself after we had made the casts involved inserting the tissue depth markers at the various points on the skull and then using the knowledge I'd gained from my anatomy degree, I effectively reverse dissected the face by layering on the muscles in the order that they would be on the face. And then following the muscles being on, did the layer of skin. And then at that point, decided the features, for example, the nose and the width of the mouth, which, as I said, there is not accurate data. And those are the features that vary and allowed us to just alter the facial reconstruction slightly to consider the different ethnic backgrounds. Um, the detective superintendent, Bob Vary, came along with another colleague, I think it was Detective Inspector Whitehouse. They came to see, and Detective Inspector Cousins, they came to see the heads in situ before the plan to take them down to the Crime Watch studios in London for massive press release and media coverage. Whilst they were there, one of them touched one of the reconstructions and it fell off the mount, which caused quite a bit of concern. 
Um, and then they started to worry about what if that happened en route to the Crime Watch studios or even on the day of the broadcast. So quite excitingly for me, I was invited down to the Crime Watch studios with them to make sure it didn't happen and then if it did, to quickly put things back together and make them look presentable again.